Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hello friends, how are you doing? So uh, I've got some really fun content for you today, but before we get into it, can I talk to you about my dating life? (laughs) Here we go again. So if you listened to the last podcast, I was telling you how I, you know, said no to something that wasn't serving me. This is just a little update to tell you that saying no to that thing created space for something that serves me a hell of a lot better. I just thought I'd give you that update. (laughs) Am I the queen of oversharing? Maybe, maybe. If you signed up to Manifest Mondays, one of the very earliest newsletter in Manifest Mondays was about my dating life and manifesting romance into my life after I recently left a very long-term serious relationship. And this manifestation that I kind of set out to create at the beginning of the year, it's August. It's taking me six months to really get to a place where I feel very excited excited and I think I'm experiencing my manifestation like I'm experiencing the results of all this work I've done internally yeah it feels really good I'll have to give you an update on all of that so before we get into today's episode another thing that you need to know is I am opening up spots for one-on-one coaching so if you are a regular listener and you're tuning in every week, and you're thinking to yourself, you know what, I really want to take this deeper. I really want to see what this work can do when I'm actually scheduling the time when I'm being held accountable, and I am really being challenged to show up for my goals. You are going to want to get in touch to work one-on-one with me, and all you have to do to, in order to do that is go to www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level, or you can drop me an email at hello at kyramatthews.com and you can just say the word unstoppable and I will get back to you with all the details and all the things you need to know. So for today's episode, I'm going to talk about something that comes up oh so often for all of the people that I speak to when you're in my DMs on Instagram, to my clients, to the people that I worked with in the caption powwow. This comes up a lot and it's your thoughts about your audience or your thoughts about your customer. When I'm working with my clients, we're really developing confidence in themselves and in their business in three key areas. And I divide these three areas by confidence in yourself, confidence and your belief in your product, but also confidence and belief in your customers. And you need all three to really feel unstoppable. When you feel really confident and almost even comfortable in your own skin and your own magic and your own voice. And then when you match that with belief that your product can really serve your customer, whether you're selling lampshades or whether you're selling website design, combined with the belief that your audience wants what you have to sell, you truly do become unstoppable 
unstoppable because you've removed all the blocks in your way. And your next biggest question is, how do I get what I have to share with more people? How can I show up and be more present for the people and my mission in the world? So in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about your thoughts about your customers because it's such a key point and such a key area. And so often when we don't take the time to analyze our thoughts about our customers, to analyze our thoughts about our audience, we don't even realize that we're creating this blockage there between us. Okay. We don't realize that with our mind, we create this blockage between us and our customers and our audience. And so often we have these thoughts just like chilling and jamming under the surface. And when we don't have awareness of what's going on in our mind, we blame it on things external, like on the algorithm, like the fact that you don't like reels or that you are introverted, all of these things, but it's never actually those things creating the challenge. It's always our thoughts about it. Okay. So I say this for all of my content, but this is going to be a podcast that you're going to want to bookmark and come back to again and again and again, because this is truly everything. So when we are showing up online, you may have heard the term of wanting to create like, know and trust. Like you want your audience to like, know and trust you. But one thing we can sometimes forget is that we also need to trust our audience. I think about them as like one person, like a collective, like we're in a relationship. I want you to bring to mind a relationship that may be imagined or in real life where you're wanting them to trust you, but you actually don't trust them at all. And what kind of relationship would that really be? Say, imagine that was with your partner. You know, you're trying to control what they think of you, but you actually don't think that highly of them. You don't trust them with your your thoughts and your, your desires. You don't trust them with the intimate parts of yourself. You don't think that they think very highly of you. It's not really going to be a relationship that you're going to want to cultivate and nurture and, you know, really love on. It's probably going to be a relationship that you want to get away from. You want to end. You're just like, ill no, not that person. It's exactly the same thing with our audience and how you can tell when you are having thoughts that cause you to distrust your audience is they will sound like this. If I keep talking about my product or if I keep posting about something, they'll get bored and unfollow. I can't just sell all the time. I have to have some other content. If I raise my prices, they'll say, who do you think you are? you're good, but you're not that good. And it's all of these small little thoughts where you're trying to control what somebody else thinks about you whilst also not trusting them. Because all of these thoughts, and I'm sure you have many more in your own sort of vocabulary, reasons why you can't do something or why you can't show up or why you can't post, step back and have a think of what these thoughts are saying about your relationship with your audience. They suggest that you aren't really that interesting, that they aren't really interested in you. And that if you do something wrong in the relationship, they will leave and, you know, disappear. They'll walk out the door. 
imagine that in a friendship. You know how many times I've said for, sorry to my friends because I've messed up or my friend says sorry to me because we were late or something like that. Imagine a relationship where if you made any mistake, they just never spoke to you again. <laughs> It's not a loving relationship and it's not a nurturing relationship. And when you are in this kind of relationship with your audience, you don't show up fully because you're getting into their brain and you're trying to control their actions when you actually really have no control over what another person chooses to think about you and what they choose to do. The only thing that you have true power over in this world is your mind. That's the only thing that's yours. Your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and how you choose to show up for them. And when you focus on managing your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, it's about taking all of your focus from the outside and putting it internally and showing up really boldly and saying, hey, this is who I am. Do you want to join? Do you want to come with me on this mission? But more than that, I'm going to trust you to make your own decision because I only want you to be here if you really want to be here. And if you don't, I'm going to assume that you know exactly what's best for you. This is some leader CEO stuff now. Often, if we're wanting to go full time in our business, if we're wanting to make lots of money in our business or be featured on a particular magazine, all of these things, we forget that we have to be leaders as small businesses. We have to be the ones to stand up. If you have listened to my previous podcast, being the first person on the dance floor, you have to be that confident person that says, hey, I'm a leader. We're going to go this way. Okay. But when you have these thoughts, when you're not trusting your audience, it causes you to act really small. And I'm going to give you an example of how it might be playing out for you. So I'm going to use this thought, they'll get bored and unfollow me. I call it a thought because it's simply a thought. It's a sentence in your mind. And I want you to think about how we use affirmations. So often we're using affirmations to assert something positive about ourselves. But if you have the thought, a thought like this, they'll get bored and unfollow me. You're actually affirming to yourself that that is the case. And you will say that over and over again. And that will be exactly the experience that you create. So when you think, oh, they're going to get bored, they're going to unfollow me. How does that cause you to feel in your body? It might cause you to feel doubt, hesitant, nervous or worried, apathetic. And if you're in those emotions, how do you act? How do you show up? I know for sure that when I'm hesitant about something, I second guess my ideas, even if it's a really good one. I might have an idea for weeks or months, but I don't take action on it. I start watching other people's content because what I'm secretly doing is I'm secretly looking for permission. I'm looking for someone to say, hey, it's okay to do this. I might go and study and read loads of books and do loads of courses because I'm trying to prove to myself that it's okay for me to do this, but I still feel hesitant. And the outcome of all those actions is that one, I don't show up. Maybe it ends up that I haven't posted in a long time because I'm just so worried that people are going to unfollow me if I say the wrong thing or if I do the wrong thing. And guess what? The result is that because I haven't shown up, 
I've given them nothing to engage with and they get bored and they're likely to unfollow. <laughs> it's kind of funny how that happens, how what we focus on creates exactly what we focus on. And when you don't manage your mind and your thoughts and your brain is just ticking over, thinking all of these thoughts that don't serve you, you end up moving away from your goal rather than towards it. What we as business owners all want from our audience is connection, a mutual understanding. You understanding them, what their needs are, what their lifestyle is, what their desires, hopes and dreams are. And them also understanding you, you know, what your quirks, what you have to offer to, your, to the world, how you make your products, why you make your products. We desire connection, but that connection starts in the mind and how we think about our audience and our followers. Just a little note, I know many different types of business owners listen to this podcast. Obviously, the example I gave is focused on Instagram, but this can be also for if you have a newsletter and you are concerned about people unsubscribing, if you use Facebook, if you're using ads, anything that involves like another person receiving something on the other side. So just a little side note. Okay. So what do you do when you are having thoughts about your audience? Let's say you take the time to go through, to pause this podcast and you brain dump all the thoughts that you're having about your audience and you realize that you're having loads of thoughts that sound kind of crappy. Like you don't trust the people that follow you <laughs> or you maybe aren't thinking as well of as high of them as you would like to. How do you change that? How do you pivot that? What do you do? The first thing we do is I just want you to take one of the thoughts, kind of like how I picked one out in this episode, and you're going to challenge it, okay? So together, let's challenge that thought. If I post this thing or if I sell too much, people will unfollow me. First challenge I've got for you is if you have 10 followers, 200 followers, 5,000 followers. There is literally no way you can read the minds of all of those people, <laughs> of all of those people who follow you. There's literally no way. So how are you sure, how can you be certain that they will take that action, that they will unfollow you? The second thing I want to say is people often don't tell you when you're doing a good job. I want you to think about your local supermarket, how often you go in there and think about what good service is from your local supermarket. So for me, good service is going into the store. They've got a basket by the door. You know, I go to pick up a bag of rice. It's there. I go to pick up the soy milk that I like and it's there and I leave and there isn't a queue. That's good service for me. But I've never told my local supermarket, hey, just writing in to tell you that I love your good service. <laughs> and somehow I've never validated them. And somehow they still have a business. Who knew? It's the same for you as a small business owner. When you're out there in the world posting content, wherever it is, often we're looking for that validation from other people to be like, hey, nice post, well done for showing up. But as long as you're looking for validation, you're not doing your bit as a business owner. Sainsbury's, their job is to sell and to make sure that there's product to sell and that they're providing a good service. Their job isn't to seek validation. 
validation from me. And it's the same thing with you and your audience. Your job as a business owner is to really nurture the relationship that you have with your audience, to really understand them. It isn't that they are there to validate you. It isn't that they are there to just say nice things about you and make you feel good. That's not their job. And if you give them that job, that responsibility to make you feel good about your business, it will become a very horrible, heavy relationship, okay? I want you to think about maybe a friend that you've had or a boss or a manager or someone you've worked with where they constantly needed reassurance. It feels like the relationship doesn't actually go or like go anywhere because you're just constantly reassuring that person. And we want to make sure that we don't have that relationship with our audience. So show up, do what you need to do, sell the thing, talk about it as often as you need to. And make sure you're coming back to your journal or your daily practice, whatever that looks like, to be your own validator. Validate yourself. The next point I have to disprove this thought about people unfollowing you if you post something or if you say a certain thing is... A follower is never more important than an actual customer. (laughs) Like, I'm sure that people will disagree with me on this. Followers are great. Followers will actually have a very little impact on your life in most cases in business. What actually has the most impact on your life and on the communities that you serve is money in the bank. So if someone is following you and they choose to unfollow you, that is actually a good thing because it means they weren't close to buying from you anyway. The people who actually want to purchase from you want you to talk about your products. They want you to remind them over and over again. They're not considering unfollowing you. They are there and because they're rooting for you. They love what you do or they love how you speak or they love how you show up. But when you're concerned about people unfollowing you, what you're actually saying is, yeah, it's great that you're my friend and all. It's great that you're here. But what I'm actually concerned about is all of the people looking at me in the restaurant. (laughs) It's really weird. It's like, no, like there are people right here who really want what you have to offer. Focus on them. Give them your whole attention. Because if there's people loving what you have to say, it's likely that they're not thinking I'm going to unfollow you. Their thoughts are going to be totally different. Their thoughts are going to be like, oh my gosh, I love this new product that they're launching. And oh my gosh, I need to put their launch in my calendar. And oh wow, you know, her life looks so cool. And I love that new hobby that she's ta- they've taken up. And I've just assumed that you're a female. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry about that. But their thoughts are going to be so different. The people that actually want to purchase from you. So make sure you're focusing on those people who care about your business and care about what you do. And you're not focusing on those people who are on the outer edge of your audience who weren't actually that interested anyway. The next thing I want you to have a look at is I want you to think of a brand that you follow and you really, really admire. So somebody who comes to mind for me is Megan Crosby, but then there's also it's Rupert and Billy Grand, who I really love. Just a couple of small businesses that I really admire. And I know that all of these business owners are full-time in their business. You know, they have studios and all of these things because they share it on Instagram. 
And I want you to just have a look at how often these people who are doing really well in their space are selling. Billy Grand, from what I can see, I love her jewelry. I love her rings. I haven't got a piece yet, but it's on the cards. I only really wear gold jewelry. So I'm kind of like waiting for one of her next gold launch pieces to come out. But I was looking at what she was doing recently. And it was like, there was a week where every day there was like a new launch coming up or every other, every few days there was a new launch coming up. And I'm subscribed to Megan Crosby's newsletter, which I, again, love. I don't own any of her pieces, but it's like definitely on the wish list. And every time she sends a newsletter, she's telling me about a new launch coming up. I don't think she sends newsletters any other time. I could be mistaken, but from what I've seen, every time these businesses talk to me, they're selling. They're saying, hey, I know you really want this thing. Are you going to buy it? Are you going to buy it? Are you going to buy it? They're always selling to me. And it doesn't make me like them less. I'm actually more engaged because I'm continuously asking myself, do I want this now? Is this the thing that I want? Like, oh, like, what are they doing now? I'm so interested. And I'm so happy that they sell because I love seeing them do their thing. I don't have thoughts about unfollowing them or not looking at them. Yes, I may not be scrolling through Instagram and wanting to scroll through all the time, but I trust that when I'm ready to shop with that brand, they will be there ready and waiting to sell to me. And I want you to think about the brands that you really admire. Go out and have a look. How often are they launching? How often are they selling? Make sure you're doing this with brands who you know are full-time and who are living the life and lifestyle that you really want to create. Because the truth is, your job as a business is to sell. Unless you are a content media platform like a magazine or something like that, your job as a business is to sell. So we need to change our definition of selling of, and what it means about us. I truly believe that as a small business owner, the more you sell, the more you do good in the world. Because let's take an example. And I'm going to use something really abstract, I guess is the word. And let's say you sell stationery. So notebooks, pens, maybe wrapping paper, all of those things. It's so easy to think that, oh, I just sell stationery. I'm not having a huge effect on the world. But if your products are recyclable or they're sustainable in some way, they solve a huge problem in the world, they're colourful, they bring joy to your customers. What you do is actually important. We love buying stuff that fills a need. And to be honest, if you don't show up and sell, a company that doesn't care about the planet or doesn't care about your customers as much will show up and sell in place for you. So it's actually better that you're the one showing up so that people can buy from you. The world needs more small businesses making more money. Over the last year, there's been such a huge shift from big business, from the power being in the hands of big business to the power being in the hands of smaller businesses. And as this continues to grow, small businesses are going to be such a large part of the British economy. You're going to have mothers and more mothers and more women setting up their businesses and more women are going to see more women making their own money going against the grain. 
I was listening to a masterclass recently and one of the teachers in there said, you know, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Like nothing bad happens. So whatever you are out there selling, I want you to know that your contribution to your community is valued. It's needed. And you are worthy and deserving of all of the money that you are wanting to call into your life. I want you to think about my belief container concept. And if you're hearing it for the first time, I'll just tell you a little bit about what it is. A belief container is a period of time that you define for yourself, where you decide that you're just going to show up and believe in the best of you. So a belief container might be an hour. You might have something that's really scary on the to-do list and you're like, okay, for this hour, I'm just going to believe that I'm the greatest and that I can do this thing. Or that container of time could be for 90 days, for instance, as I do with my clients, they all set 90 day goals. So over the next seven days, I want you to take this concept and model it for yourself. If you're selling something or maybe you have a little bit of stock left that you want to move, I want you to put on this idea of showing up, thinking the very best thoughts that you can about your audience and your customers. What would change in your business if you believed that people actually wanted you to buy from them, that they actually wanted to be sold to? How would that change how you show up? How would that change the results that you're getting in your business? If you try this, do reach out and let me know because I love receiving your DMs and I've been getting so much love for the podcast recently. And if you're struggling with this, you're definitely going to want to get in touch for one-on-one coaching. And just a little shout out, the way you can do that, you can do that from one or two ways. You can either email me at hello at kyramatthews.com or you can go to www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level. I can't wait to hear from you. See you next time. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you're going to want to get in touch to coach with me one-on-one. We take all of these concepts and materials, apply them to your brain and your business so we can get you to your next level. Join me by going to www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level. That's www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level to get your space to coach with me one-on-one. I can't wait to see you there.